Well, hey there, and welcome back. You're listening to another episode of the Lifestyle Entrepreneur Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Reese. So I have been doing a lot of teaching over the last little while, especially with uh, throughout this pandemic. Um, I guess with the accessibility of Zoom and more and more people becoming comfortable using Zoom, it's been a really great way for me to be able to um, teach courses that normally would have you know, I would have done in person. And so it dawned on me after the last one I did that there's a lot of content that I could probably be sharing on my podcasts and I don't. And so today's episode is going to be one that is more um, action-based, meaning uh, giving you actionable items and things that you can do in order to see some results. And so specifically what today's podcast episode is, really looking at how we can convert more visitors to followers using our Instagram bio. Now, for those of you who are not using Instagram yet, um, it's definitely one of the platforms, my top platforms that I would say have been truly effective in being able to, you know, influence, impact and inspire people. There's definitely, um, been great traction for me on Instagram. And one of the ways in which I've really been able to gravitate people, attract people and more than that, convert them to actual followers where I can start building and nurturing relationships has been through the prime real estate space on your Instagram bio. And so there's a few things that we can, we're going to touch upon today, but one of the first is really looking at uh, a timeline. So I'm very sequential and, and procedural when I, when I instruct things. And so I like to always start from the beginning to give people a, an opportunity uh, to get visual. And so we know that people will find you on your social media through a a bunch of different mechanisms. One, either through a referral. So somebody that they know knows you, follows you, and they suggest that they follow you, um, either by being directed through other third-party sites, maybe through your website or Facebook, other ways that you, you know, promote and, and market where people can find you on social media. Uh, they can find you through any type of paid or sponsored ads that you do in terms of a call to action. Um, and then they can also follow you and find you through hashtags. And that's happened uh, to me uh, quite frequently, actually, for people who are interested in a specific topic. Uh, if they're following that or searching that hashtag, they can find me. So once they get to your page, we then look at well, then what, what is it that they're looking for? What is it that the, what is the first thing that they assess? And in a matter of seconds, they're making a judgment call simply based on what they see in your Instagram bio. So they haven't even really reached your feed yet at this point. They're really looking at whether or not you are an account that they would find valuable, that, you know, they would resonate with and that they would want to follow simply in that few seconds of looking at your profile photo and reading what you've written. Now, the interesting thing about the bio is it literally gives you 150 characters to really describe what it is you do, why it matters to the person reading it, um, and what they can expect of you. And so that 150 characters really has to be concise. So if we take a look at some of the different areas of an Instagram bio, we have your handle, which is your at, in my case, it's at Michelle Reese. We have your name field in the bio. In my case, if you so if you head on over to Instagram and you search at Michelle Reese, you'll notice that my name field is also filled out 
with Michelle Reese. Uh, and I've played with that one. I've had lifestyle entrepreneur expert as that name bio. Um, and so you can, you can play with that. And the reason why I bring that up to you is that name field is searchable. So if you are specific or have a, a, a specific niche area and there's a keyword that you know people will search by, it may be beneficial for you to take a look at whether or not you can and should be using that name field in order to uh, create your, you know, add your title or add a few keywords there that would help people find you. So that's the second piece. The third one is your photo, which uh, we'll, we're going to come back to you in a second. The fourth is that actual bio section, which, as I said, is 150 characters. And then you have a a website link, which allows you to really create a call to action where people can find more information about you. And then your highlights section. And, you know, the thing with Instagram is it's so powerful with imagery. And now more so if you've got a, a great image that attracts people, they want to read your captions, uh, that are, that are part of that post. But Every, it doesn't have the same sort of functionality as Facebook. So you can't, there's not a lot of opportunities there for click through links. The only places you have an opportunity for somebody to actually click where it'll take them somewhere is if you're using an at. So if you have a personal account, which I know a lot of our realtors have personal Instagram accounts, and then they've created one for business, you can on your personal account, put in the bio field, uh, find me at, and then the at sign and your Instagram handle. So if somebody clicks on that, it would open up and and take them there, a hashtag. And in that website section of the bio, nowhere else can you click on a post for people to find you, which means we're really looking at hinging our posts right back to our bio section where that available link is. And so I'm going to talk about that in a second, but I wanted to come back to the photo. I think it's really important for you to make sure that your bio is populated with a clear photo and one that that really represents the image that you want people to have of you. I know some of you have your just your names like a a, a watermark or a logo mark uh, or a word mark rather. Um, some of you have a particular logo. Some of you might have a family photo. Some of you have very grainy photos and that are blurry. And some of you don't have a photo at all. And so it's really important, again, if you are looking to use Instagram for business and you're looking to convert those people that find you into followers, there has to be something there that gives them a reason to want to click follow. And your, your profile photo is one of them. And so it's really important to make sure that that photo is clear, that they see you, that you're looking at the camera, that you're smiling. It has to portray the image that you want people to have because they're making that judgment call about you in literally a few seconds. Um, and so when you're looking at your, your bio photo, just kind of go through, I do audits on, on Instagram bios for realtors. And one of the things that honestly comes up more often than anything else is the, the lack of a really great photo. Um, and so definitely look at that. I want to come back to the bio section because that bio section, again, with 150 characters, doesn't really give you a a lot of room to describe who you are, what you do and why, why it matters to the person reading that. So how you, how you do that or how I, I like to recommend realtors to, to do that is by maybe considering an I help statement. 
And so if you have an I help statement, it would look something like I help people upsize to the forever home, or I help first time home buyers, da, da, da. Now, what's even more powerful is if you have a signature system. So if you have a process that is unique to you that you use and you have a name for that, um, then that's definitely a place that you want to be placing that in that bio section. So in that help statement, it can be, I help first time home buyers be able to save a down payment with my money matters process or whatever that looks like. So if you have a signature system and you're, you're working with something that's very unique to you, then you want to be putting that in there. Now, the caution I always give, because I know uh, part of who we are is to want to get things right the first time, this is going to be a work in progress. So really start by writing out your bio first and refining it. Whenever you're writing, the wordier you can be on your first draft, the better, because it gives you more information to start paring down. If you try and get too concise, at least this is in my experience, if you try and get too concise, on your first draft, you really have nothing to work with. So really taking a look at how much information you can put in a bio and then really trying to pare that down into a a sentence or two. The other great thing about Instagram bios is it gives you an opportunity to show your personality and you can do that by using um, keywords or emojis. You know, a lot of us put, you know, that were more than just realtors. So it's, I'm a mom or a loving, you know, partner or whatever it is, a, a, a creative dabbler, whatever sort of characteristics you want people to know about you. Because again, people are connect, trying to connect with you. And so the more they know about you, if there's a similarity, now all of a sudden there's a greater connection piece. And so have fun with it, have fun with your bio, have it show your personality. And listen, if you're a serious person and you're always, you know, write down a business, then, then keep it like that. I'm not suggesting you change it. I'm just suggesting use that bio section as an opportunity to, to show people what you do, why it matters to them, what you do differently, what makes you unique, and then add a bit of a flair of your personality in there. So the last section I want to come back to was that website link, because I think that there's a lot of, um, it's first of all, prime real estate. So again, if you, if you don't have the ability to add click through links in your posts and you are somebody that references articles or blog posts or videos or, you know, anything along those lines, then, then if you don't have a personal website where you can add those, those short links to, you may want to consider third-party apps like Linktree or Linkin Bio. Um, those give you the opportunity to almost have a, a mini Uh, resource or library of links, and it's all housed within one main uh, URL. So if, if you're on mine, if you go to Michelle at Michelle Reese on Instagram, you'll notice in my website uh, section there that I have a link tree URL. And when you click on that, it opens now up to podcasts, how to subscribe to my email, my latest articles that have been published. And so I can draw people's attention now, all these visitors' attention to further information of, uh, so that they get a better chance and opportunity to get to know who I am and what I do. And so that's a really great piece of real estate for you guys to be using if you're going to try and convert those visitors into followers, because it's very hard to demonstrate your signature system or what you do differently or testimonials or anything along those lines 
in just 150 characters. And so that link through um, that you have access to in that website profile is going to be able to allow you to do that. And so those are just a few examples of what you can do with your Instagram bio. And they seem like nothing but Trust me, when people find you, if they're referred to, to you, if they're finding you through a click-through, through an ad, you want to make sure you have the greatest amount of impact because there is so much engagement and opportunity for you to create relationships or nurture relationships through your Instagram account. Um, and it all starts with your bio field. So I will leave these notes in the this episode's website at www.michellereci.com forward slash episode 42. If you head on over there, you can have a, have a look through. And uh, I hope uh, if you guys want to tag me in your profiles, I'd be happy to kind of uh, peek on over and chime in. And uh, other than that, I think you guys have a great opportunity with, with Instagram and Facebook and whatever other social media platform you're using to really create a concise brand message, whether it's by talking about and communicating your signature process, whether it's about really refining that brand statement, that bio statement using an I help statement so that people really get an opportunity to know what it is that you do differently. And then of course, really creating and curating your feed with content that is inspiring, impactful, um, and informative. And I always use those three sort of measures or guides to, uh, as a remembrance for me to make sure that I'm creating content that's not just comfortable for me, that it's actually what my, my followers want. So again, you can head on over to www.michellereci.com forward slash episode 42. If you haven't subscribed yet to this podcast, I invite you to do so. We are on all major po- uh, platforms. You can also find the short links uh, through my website at michellereci.com. And of course, you can also subscribe to the email list to get these podcast episodes direct to your inbox, I'm trying to make it as easy as I can for you. So I hope you guys enjoy the rest of you, your week, and I look forward to speaking with you again, same time, same place next week. Bye for now.